Hi everyone, welcome back to We're Gonna Need Wine. It is your gracious host, Kay. I'm here by myself, obviously, because we are supposed to be practicing social distancing. And um, I'm just really excited. Welcome to season two. Everything's better the second time around, at least I hope so. We're starting off a little rocky in 2020, but no big deal. Um, I really was um, struggling with putting out a new episode because um, if you know me personally, you know that I'm always trying to reinvent myself and the things around me. I do it all the time. My friends probably think something is wrong with me. <laughs> um, but I was really thinking about my podcast and I was like, okay, like what really is this podcast about? Like I know people ask me all the time, like what is the topic of the podcast? And like I really never had an answer because I never really wanted to put the podcast in a box. And then I started to realize, okay, wait, the podcast really does have a theme. It's about all the shit women go through. Um, specifically me, I am women, <laughs> especially the things I go through. Um, I know that I try to bring in other elements because I really don't want the podcast to be centralized around my life, but I'm kid you not. That's usually what people want to talk about is, you know, how's my life going in New York? like relationships, friendships, romantic wise, things of that sort. And I'm not going to hold you. It kind of makes me a tiny bit uncomfortable to talk about my life just because I feel like a lot of people have this idea that I somehow have it all together. I've figured it all out. I'm living the life in New York and it's quite the opposite. Um, I've had a really hard time transitioning from college to adult life. Um, I've had a hard time making, okay, I haven't had a hard time making friends. I've had a hard time sustaining relationships. Sustaining relationships as an adult is actually a much harder task than people really think it is. Like, you actually have to put in effort to keep friendships and to see people. You have to actually schedule because everybody's busy. You have to really, like, carve out time for everything as an adult, and it's been really hard to adjust to that. I'm not necessarily used to that, but, um, yeah, we're back, baby. Um, I do want to start off by saying thank you for listening and tuning in. And I just have one question to ask you. Do you have wine? Because if you don't, you should go get you some. And honestly, just keep the bottle by you and just keep refilling while you listen um, that's kind of the method I always choose when I film this. So, yeah, let's start off with the big elephant in the room. Miss Rona herself, the coronavirus. Um, it was so funny. I was talking to some of my coworkers the other day. And I don't know why. I, like, love listening to con- conspiracy theories about things. Um, and... I was thinking, and I'm like, okay, so China's first, like, case of the coronavirus was in November, but for some odd reason, 
now in March, it's become a huge deal in the U.S. I was like, okay, but there was a point in time in December when I kid you not, everybody and their mama had the flu and they had it really bad. And I'm like, okay, I think that was Corona because, and hear me out, the people that I knew that caught the flu were sick for a long time. It wasn't like, you know, a couple of days you take your medicine, you get over it. Like they were really, really sick. Like I know my one co- co-worker was out. She was out for more than two weeks and I was like, okay, whoa, that's aggressive. And like I had got sick. Your girl did not catch the flu. I just had a common cold. But um, yeah, like a lot of people got really sick. I'm like, okay, what if that was Corona, but we thought it was influenza. So all of the deaths and how many people had it were accounted for in that sector of um virus and disease for like the national count and what if it was really corona because there's absolutely no way that the first case of corona happened in february new york is literally like a hub for a ton of people from all over the world and there's absolutely no way that that was the first case in february like i literally don't believe that um but, you know, in times like this, it's unfortunate you really have to lean on your government officials. And we've all seen America's government officials have no backbone. They were afraid to tell people to stay in their house. They haven't really told us what's going on, the severity of it all. Um, they've been kind of benevolently coming forward with information. And it just... Two and two are not making four. They're making like 15 at this point. Nothing is really making sense to me. Um, I don't know if you're like me, but I don't really like listening to the news, um, especially when the president is talking. I definitely tune out like a grade school child. I can't like, it's like Snoopy when he talks to me. Like every time he opens his mouth, it's just like, like it, it doesn't make any sense. It's totally useless to listen to, but Um, yeah, so that was like something I was thinking about, like conspiracy theory wise. And I had heard a couple other people like thinking of that too. And I was like, okay, great. I wasn't the only person that thought of that because I thought that was like really strange. And then, yeah, like, I don't know. People are honestly really starting to piss me off with this social distancing thing. Like I literally haven't left my house in a week. And granted, I am not vouching for the fact that that is healthy. I do need to go get fresh air. But I'm necessarily a homebody. I don't really like the outdoors. I don't really go out often. Like, I'm fine with staying in the house. So to me, it is really baffling to see the fact that people are really, like, going insane during the social distancing. Like... People are still linking up on my timeline. Like, I'm still seeing people at kickbacks. People are still having, like, house gatherings. And I'm just, like, very confused as to why nobody is believing what's going on when there are literally countries where you cannot go outside right now. Like, you literally can't leave your house. Like, granted, I fled New York because New York is already a cesspool of disgustingness. And there was absolutely no way I was going to stay there while this rampant disease was running wild. So I fled, got on a plane, came home to Texas, 
and I'm here. I do not plan on leaving until I absolutely have to be back in the office. <laughs> Your girl is not going nowhere. And honestly, I couldn't even get back into New York right now if I tried because they shut down all the airports. So, yeah, I got out. But, yeah, I'm, like, you know, on Instagram. And, like, I was at the airport. I had a mask on. I had gloves. And, no, I made my own mask because I'm not trying to, you know, take supplies away from people that actually need masks. And, you know, people, like, weren't wearing gloves at the airport, no mask. Like, people were just not really caring, wanting to sit super close. And I'm just like, okay, like, is anybody watching the news? Like, they actually have the news on in here in this place. Like, is anybody watching this? Like, this is really serious. And people are, like, not taking it seriously which I think is like really kind of scary to be completely honest because granted at first I didn't think it was that serious I was like okay it's literally like the flu and then like all the cases and how fastly fashion how fastly it was spreading and this that and the third I was like okay maybe I should take this a little serious I was supposed to go to Atlanta. I was still going to go to Atlanta. And they shut everything in Atlanta down. I was like, okay, I'm not going no more. I'm like, because nobody goes on vacation to be sitting in the house. Like, that's literally the complete opposite. Like, I could have did that in my own home. But, yeah, so, I don't know. I just feel like people are focusing on the negative sides and the negative aspects of social distancing um I've kind of taken this time personally to kind of just get back in tune with myself I haven't really been feeling like myself lately um with no exact pinpoint reason as to why but I just haven't been feeling like me so I'm taking this time out here in the sun in Texas to just basically reconnect with my inner spirit and align myself and hopefully you know relax and I know this is not vacation I still have to get up and go to work every day but you know wake up and feel renewed I've been getting back into yoga I'm eating healthier I honestly think I've lost weight since I've been here um you know I just want to get back to feeling like me I haven't felt great Living in New York hasn't felt amazing. I just feel really depleted and de-energized like a dead battery. So hopefully, you know, being home with my family, eating healthier, and just getting into normal routines will kind of just re-energize me, relax me. And then whenever the time comes to go back to New York, you know, I will feel renewed. So that's just kind of what I've been, you know, focusing on. Like, you know, picking up that book I haven't read in a minute or, you know, researching things that I've been wanting to learn about and just really taking advantage of this time to connect and, you know, meditation, reading the Bible, listening to sermons, you know, just doing things that are regenerating to the soul and not really focusing on things I can't control as in the things of the world. Um, so that's kind of what I've been focusing on. And then honestly, 
there's the fun side, like, you know, spending time with my family. That's not something I get to do very often. We literally live on two different sides of the United States. <laughs> and, you know, TikTok is definitely entertaining. I feel like if you are bored, you should just download TikTok and open up the black hole of what is TikTok. Because once you get on there, like, you're literally just watching TikToks for hours, like, literally for hours. And yeah, so that's kind of just what I feel like talking about for Corona. I'm not going to dwell on Corona anymore because I don't know about y'all, but I'm quite honestly sick and tired of hearing about the Rona. Like I'm over it. I just want to be woken up when it is all done and we can go back to normal. But um, just in other news of my life. So yeah, I'm in Texas right now. Oh my God, I have to tell you guys about my, like, you know, my tragic love life has always been a topic on this podcast. I mean, I can, I can't really avoid it. Like it's something that I actually deal with in my life. So, um, just talking about it, just, I don't know. It just feels better when you get it out into the air and then hopefully people like give me feedback when they listen to this after I listen to it. Cause it's like, I genuinely would like to know what people think, because I honestly think it's absolutely absurd. The things that happen to me sometimes. So I started talking to this new guy who um, I met through Bumble. Honestly, I think I'm going to give up on like dating apps. Like I just, I have to use dating apps because I don't really get out the house much. So I don't organically meet people very often. Um, so I'm on every single dating app, I swear, known to man. And I matched with this guy. We hit it off in the messages. I gave him my number. We started texting. We went out on a date a couple weeks ago and we spent the whole weekend together. Like I had an amazing time. It was just great. I was telling all my friends, I was like, okay, I think this is my husband. Like, He's perfect. He literally checks like every box on my list. Honestly, I think I need to get a new list. I think the list is run ragged about now. Like I feel like everybody's checking boxes or maybe I'm just not Sherlock Holmes in it up enough and really digging deep to find out what's going on with these men. But whatever. In other words, I need a new list. But back to the story. So um, he was supposed to come see me. We were supposed to go to D.C. together the next weekend. That ended up not happening. He wanted me to come visit him. I ended up opting out because it just was like last minute. I hate last minute plans, by the way. It was very last minute and I just felt like it was like, I don't know. It just didn't, the energy just wasn't there. It didn't feel like I should have been going. So I just stayed my ass at home. And the following week, he was supposed to come back to New York because he doesn't live in New York primarily. Um, he was supposed to come back to New York and we were supposed to spend like Thursday through Sunday together, like doing things like every single day. And he had, we were texting early Thursday morning and he had like never responded after like 9.55. And I was like, okay, this is weird. And I was at work obviously. So I really wasn't noticing until like, I think I was at lunch and I was like, hmm, this is interesting. He didn't text me back, which was, like, very peculiar because he is so good with, like, answering his phone. So, I texted him again with the eyes. 
And then, like, I was leaving to go to work, and he was supposed to be meeting me at my apartment. So I'm like, okay, where is he? Because, like, he hasn't responded to me, like, all day. Like, this is getting really weird. So I texted him when I got home and was like, hello. And he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I've been at the hospital with my grandmother all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, he's obviously not coming to New York because he's still where he lives dealing with some family stuff and I'm like oh, okay like you kind of scared me by not responding like this is at this point New York was starting to panic about corona so I'm like okay like you were kind of scaring me that's like already I already have enough to deal with like worrying about like the last thing I need to be worried about is if you're okay and he was like I'm so sorry I know there's a lot going on especially in New York them declaring state of emergency yada 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 and I'm like yeah it's annoying because now I have to go to the grocery store and go buy all this stuff because people are acting like it's the freaking apocalypse for whatever reason. And I just like text him was like, you know, like, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm just anxious. And I'm like, I can only imagine. And I tell you guys, that was the last time I've heard from him. And that was like March 13th or something like that. It's the last time I heard from this man. This man just posted on Instagram a couple days ago. And so mind you, he never responded to me, but because I'm just such a kind-hearted human being and have such a loving heart, I've been texting him on the regular quite so to see if he's okay. Just because like I lost both of my grandparents um, on my mom's side at a young age. And, you know, I just would have loved for somebody to constantly check in on me whether I wanted it or not. Um, like, you know, to speak or not, it just would be nice is the thought that somebody's really thinking about you and hoping that you're okay. That, um, but yeah, he just wasn't responding. I'm like, okay, like, I hope he's not sick. Like, what's going on? Like, did she got the Rona? Like, what, what is going on here? Like, I literally have no idea what is going on. And, um, he ended up posting on Instagram, like, I think like two days ago, the first post was about his grandmother dying. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to take it personal that he hasn't texted me back. He's clearly going through something, but it's like, okay, let me finish. So he's clearly going through something, but I'm like, I had just texted him like a couple hours before he posted this. So this is like really weird that he like still didn't answer, but then he's like on Instagram posting. And then he posted another post about how he was giving away some clothes that he can't fit anymore. And I'm like, okay, so now these are just like miscellaneous posts and you could like seriously text me back. So then I text him again that night because honestly, at this point, I'm pretty pathetic. So I text him again. Guys, he still didn't respond. So I ended up texting him yesterday. I was like, okay, yeah, like I'm done. Like I can't really do this. Like I'm not going to wait for you to respond like at this point it's been weeks like I i'm not doing this to myself and i was like oh my god this is like so pathetic like the fact that i constantly find myself in these like weird situations like how were you so into me pre-covid19 and now that the quarantine is like broken out you like don't answer your phone like it's just like mad weird like I get if people go through things we all grieve differently and deal with it differently but it's like if you're well enough to be posting on Instagram like 
you could have sent me a little text saying that you were cool and that, you know, you're going through some stuff, but you'll hit me up when you feel ready to talk or whatever. Like, I don't know. I just feel like people just definitely don't do things the way that they should do things. And that's just so annoying. Like, honestly, sometimes I just want to like make people deal and do things the way I do them because I feel like a lot of times my way is the right way and there's no other way but my way but then this had me like thinking into like basically what I wanted to talk about today just I just have some things to say that I just think are just extremely weird and you know like that saying like oh like I'm not asking like I'm asking for a friend like but it's like you really want to know and like I was just like okay so like do men like genuinely just they just don't process things very well and like I don't think they understand how simple women really think things can be like I feel like men are always trying to make it seem like women are making things more complicated in 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 reality like we're really thinking of things very simply and for some odd reason the simple things that really blow us are the things that they just don't understand and one of them being that so like he's going through something but he could have simply just text me hey I'm going through something like I'm dealing with family things I'll talk to you you know in a bit instead of not answering me for weeks on end like that's just just plain rude and then getting on Instagram like it's just like okay you're just like totally ignoring me which honestly is not something I've ever been privy to like I've never been just blatantly ignored for weeks like that is just absolutely insane to me baffling if you must and it just made me start thinking about like all these other things in all my other like past situationships past relationships and it's just like okay like there are just certain things that men do that I don't understand like I was talking to a friend on the phone and I was like okay so yeah she was talking about the last guy I was talking to, not this guy. I just told you guys about the guy before him. And she's like, oh, what happened to him? And I was like, he was like actively, really aggressively pursuing friends with benefits, which I thought was just extremely weird because, you know, we were talking and I'm like, okay, like we both had friends with benefits situations. And I'm like, okay, but when... I have friends with benefits situations like we started off as friends and it ended up evolving to that like I wasn't actively out here seeking friends with benefits with anybody like I just think that's mad weird like the fact that you are putting out there that you want to be a fuck boy you want to have a relationship that isn't a relationship that has no title but you want to do all these relationship things like the fact that you're actively searching for that I think it's like very weird it's like very no, I can't even phrase it any but it's weird as fuck. It's just very weird. Like I just I don't understand it. I cannot grasp it. It makes no sense to me. And I was like, okay, like, do other people do that? And she was like, Okay, yeah, no, that's like really weird. Like and it's the fact that I feel like, you know, in college, like that's fine. You don't have the mental capacity for relationship. Like we all grown. We really grown. Like he's growner than me. Like he grown grown. Like you shouldn't be like, no, get it together. We are too grown for that weirdo, that weirdo energy. Like, I don't have time. And then I was like, okay, that made me thinking, like, so why do guys do some of the things they do? And then I started thinking about some other things that have happened. And I'm like, okay, well, 
I know for a fact that certain guys that I've dealt with, they periodically hit me up from time to time just to check my temperature, which I think is very strange because it's like, you feel like you need to keep tabs on me. And I'm like, okay, is that like normal? Honestly, I know the answer is no. That's really, unfortunately, it is normal in our culture, but that's like not a normal thing to do. Like that's very toxic. And for people like me, I'm very vulnerable because honestly, I've never really thought I was pretty. So the fact that like when somebody gives me attention, I kind of really lean into that and like give it my all. And I really value that when in actuality, I should be valuing the actions and not the words slash intentions. And, you know, that causes this like whole other thing where then you like start backsliding into toxic relationships and putting yourself back in the same position and it's like that's like one thing I just really wanted to like sit down and break down like all of my relationships like what do I feel like went wrong and like the most important part is obviously the part that I've never really focused on is how to prevent it from happening again by spotting the signs of what this looks like and being like okay red flag seen and now I shall exit and it just started making me think like, okay so like when I was younger um I never was like the first girl that a guy would pick like they would talk to my friend first and then they would talk to me and I was okay with that I just never really thought I was pretty I was bullied a lot for um being smart and a lot of my features um I was bullied for I never really thought I was cute I didn't have a ton of friends and I was never the popular girl um I always dressed a little funky a little weird I loved like old things like music clothing tv shows like everything like I loved being an old young woman (laughs) for like whatever reason and like, the guys I talked to were emotionally abusive. Like, they really used me for whatever they needed. Because I was always there at their beck and call. I always did what they wanted me to do. Just because I wanted to please them and keep them. Like, my own little personal dolls. Like, I wanted to keep them in my little collection. And, you know, I never wanted to have any bad blood with anybody. And then I saw, like, as I got a little older aka high school um I didn't have any boyfriends in high school up until senior year um with my ex and you know when we started dating I was like okay I'm gonna do things differently like I do not want to be the person giving my all like it doesn't work like when I like the guy more than the guy likes me it doesn't work so I was like okay I'm gonna switch it up for this relationship and I did And it did work out to my benefit very beautifully. Um, I will say that I 1,599% believe that the guy has to like you way more than you like the guy for the relationship to work. Because men have to feel like there's a reason for them to stay there, for them to stay there and for it to work out. And my ex was super in love with me. And he just did whatever he needed to do to make me happy. And I really loved that. Um, That was like the good things about our relationship. And then I kind of learned from that relationship on how to 
read of red flags of like toxicity. Like my ex was very toxic. Like I had to have my read receipts on. He used to call me when I'd go out because he didn't like me being out. He hated all my friends. Um, he didn't like that I didn't have any friends that were in relationships, but like I was a freshman in college at this point. So like honestly, the worst mistake I've ever done is go to college with a boyfriend. So now I see why all of my friends were single. Like it makes total sense to me now. And I'm totally preaching to the choir. I'll tell anybody, do not go to college with a relationship unless you were dating for like super long before that, because it's just, it's very difficult. Honestly, you're trying to find yourself. You really don't know who you are. And at least I didn't know who I was. I guess I shouldn't really speak that upon everybody. Everybody has their own self-discovery um, journey. And I still don't really know who I am. I feel like I'm starting to slowly unveil who is Kay. But I haven't really figured that all the way out yet. And, you know, there were just very toxic parts of our relationship. And then, honestly, the crazy part is those parts were the parts I overlooked. That wasn't even why my relationship ended. My relationship ended because he gave up. He stopped trying. And that's when I was like, okay, like, I can't. I can't do this. Like, you're not trying, plus all these other traits that I really am not fond of, like, just are not making me want to be here. And I think I need to get back to that mentality of... It's not really selfishness, it's more so just self-aware and knowing what you're worth. And I feel like I've kind of lost that a little bit. And I just need to get back because I really am that bitch. And I'm sorry, but I need to stop settling for certain things. And I don't know, so I'm just really going to take this time being away from the ever so busy city. Um self-quarantining in my parents house and I'm going to just really think about what it is I want from life in all aspects like who do I want professionally personally with my friends um relationship wise like romantic and just kind of map out a slight blueprint because the issue is I feel like we try to control every aspect and I think if Rona has taught us anything is that we are not in control of anything um we've just been made to believe that we're in control but we aren't in control of anything and that's why I've always kind of struggled when things don't go my way because I feel like I need to have the reins on every single situation when really God has the reins I don't have the reins I'm just on the horse I don't control anything I'm just there and I think that you know we all have different pit stops along the way to the final destination. And the stop I'm at now is just the what the fuck, where am I? Like, I'm in the middle of nowhere. I'm just in the land of confusion. And I just want to sort it out. So, yeah, I'm not going to bore you guys anymore. I hope you were drinking through that because that was a lot to digest. It was a lot to get out. And... I know this was like a very, wish I say, like more on the serious side. You guys know me. And if you don't, I'm not always serious. I do have certain topics where it's just like, okay, Kaylin, like seriously, is that what we're like talking about today? But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, make sure you post and tag the page. Hashtag one Wednesdays if you post. And, you know, I hope you guys enjoyed this. I 
am happy to be back. If you ever have a situation or topic that you want to be discussed, you can reach out to the page, let me know, and I will incorporate it and try to answer anything. Um, yeah, so start off season two. Let's see where it takes us, people. And if you haven't, make sure you go listen to season one. Granted, season one is very short. I'm not like these other people that recorded like 30 podcast episodes in season one. This That was like pilot season. Like we were seeing if we were going to get renewed, we've gotten renewed. And we're going to keep going until we are canceled. So, you know, thank you so much for sticking with me and being on this ride with me. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And yeah, until next time.